your girl Mia and Whitney. We're back. Melon and Me Podcast. We're back in effect. Back right after MLK effect. Day. Listen. Shout Happy out birthday. Shout out to MLK. Yes. And Coretta, honey, because behind every good man, especially a good black man, honey, is an even better woman. Okay. So powerful black K. woman. Yep, shout out. Did you do anything for MLK Day? I did. I worked. I worked. I worked. I worked. Damn. The philosophy behind that was, you know, girl, MLK fought for us to be open, so I worked. (laughs) Yeah, I saw a post. What about you? Girl, they gave us the day off at work. They did. They did. Um, They don't want no strife when it comes to black issues in the workplace um (laughs) but i saw a post that justin progressive yeah very liberal very liberal um liberal yeah (laughs) whatever that means um well they're more inclusive they're just more inclusive yeah more inclusive more open-minded not so yeah whatever as much as as much as you can be in corporate america you know, as much as you can be. For sure. For sure. But um, sure. I saw Justin Boy LA post something that was like, who else's job didn't give a damn who had a dream? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, if that's not the truth, because these jobs don't be caring most of the time. Girl, so they don't give a damn. That is hilarious. Oh my gosh. Girl, it been a week I have finally I feel like caught up on like all of my shows kind of I really yeah. need to go back and watch still like another episode you know how you watch an episode or two and you catch up but then you kind of have to go back to get some of the things you feel like you missed um but in I guess what I wanted to talk about right now was Potomac Real Housewives of Potomac like yes baby season has been crazy. How you been feeling about the whole season thus far? I had to give a true review on this season in terms of it being like number one flaw or number 10 just excellent very entertaining all the things I would say I would give it a strong like six five six and here's why for me because I feel like if they can get rid of Robin and Giselle we could then introduce some more people that can support the rest of the season I just feel like they they annoy me in so many ways that and I oh, really many like Giselle irk me and I honestly feel like it takes away from some of the scenes because I'm like what value do you have here other than to just be the nosy people and say your little commentary but other instigate things but I'm like outside of that you really have nothing to contribute you know what I mean it's just like they're just there and it's you know it's sad because like Real Housewives of Potomac you know because I binge watched the whole thing like last year binge watch like the first like six seasons and then watch this one in real time but it's just like the dynamic has changed so much where 
it has really become I don't want to place all the blame on Giselle, but she definitely was the leader of like the mean girl crew clique. But it has really transformed into like some mean girl thing where it's like it's not even fun anymore. Like the shade and the jabs and stuff, like as entertaining as it was to see all of them fight and stuff, it's some of it that's like uncomfortable because it's getting to the point of like bullying. And then you got the whole like, is it colorism coming into play? Because the way they treat in Wendy is just like mind boggling. And I'm like, I know it can't just be because I'm trying to figure out how, why? Because nothing's adding up for me. How did um, we get here? How did we get girl, here? Girl, how did we get here? Because the last episode, everyone was so outraged over Karen, I guess, slamming her fist in the table after Sharice slams her fist in the table. And was like, that was just so disrespectful to Sharice. And I'm just like, were y'all just not there when Wendy got disrespected beyond belief with drinks thrown in her face? Like, it's Bad Girl Club and assaulted with a purse. Like, we're in, I don't know, elementary school. Like, are you kidding me? And now, all facts. Now it's a problem because Sharice is apparently the queen of Potomac that we've never heard of. Yeah. I've never heard nobody call Sharice the queen of Potomac. She got kicked off like season two. What are y'all talking about? Girl, she is, she's not even a, she hasn't even been a Marlo of the season. I mean, she's so dry. mm -hmm. Her whole I think the most inner cheese. It's chasing Karen. Yeah. It, it's just, it's just pathetic. giving pathetic and they need to pick somebody else this season for next season. Yeah. Now, did you, yeah. well, so I guess let's, we can get into the actual last episode because what I wanted to say was, as far as me mentioning, you know, the whole Robin and Giselle thing, um, you saw in the headlines about her fiance. What's his name? Dixon. Um, Coach Juan Dixon. Um, so uh, Juan Dixon. So apparently there's been talk that she is not, they're not coming back next season. So I if that's the that. case. This is a very big, huge uh, liability. This is a huge liability. And you know, like good. you said, this is the slander, the slander on this show is getting extremely bad. So I can only imagine next season, if they were to be on it, how, I mean, this would be all about that. And he doesn't need that. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't need that. Juan doesn't, is not going to need that, especially if he's going to try to keep this job. So, uh, and I don't see how you can be on the show and not talk about that either. You know, it's- and everybody has had come out in the headlines about something. And if they choose to be on the show, there, you know, there's, there's jabs, there's things that people talk about, unless you choose to stay off the show. And then you have, well, the only reason why they're not on the show is because, well, yeah, I don't want to, I didn't want to talk about it. So that'll be interesting to see if they come back yeah. or not. But if they don't, it's going to be interesting to see who they bring in to replace Robin. Before you change subjects, I wanted to mention, I feel like it's a very strong possibility that Mia's bestie on the show or ex bestie, um, Oh, her name is escaping me. I think um, he's the best friend that she just fell out with. I think she may be able to replace Robin. Because, she, I mean, she's giving way more than Robin's giving. Shit. <laughs> Their whole storyline with has definitely been part of the main um, focus of the show. I'm trying to find her name. Is it Jacqueline? Jacqueline. That's what it is. Yeah. Jacqueline. 
So close your legs. She said, close your legs. Close your legs and marry me. Yes, Mia turned on her own best friend of 30 years on national television and threw her under the bus. And it was cringy because you could tell that Jacqueline was really flabbergasted that Mia was not, you know, going to kind of clean that up for TV. She's like, really, Mia? Really? Like, that's what we're doing? Like, it's kind of like they had a discussion off camera and Mia just kind of like backtracked. That's what I got from it because it seemed like he kind of just threw her under the bus. And I'm not going to say what Mia said was lies. It probably wasn't lies. But the way she said it, it kind of just like, wow, they had an arrangement. Well, you know, and Mia kind of exposed her mm-hmm. on TV. I definitely felt that. I definitely feel the exact same way. I need to go back and rewatch that because from what I saw was, you know, the girl, for whatever reason, Mia was pissed off about her friend coming at her in certain different ways, right? They may not have been jab she took the close your legs and marry men comment. That might have been, you know how there's things that you may go back and forth with a friend about, like, okay, bitch, you know I got some tea. You better stop where you at before I yeah. before I say something. Oh, is that what we're doing? Don't play with me because I really could go there. Oh, you trying to be funny. And I think it was one of those where it was like, Mia's like, okay, you trying to be funny. I can say a lot. Keep playing. Keep playing. And that's what I remember her kept kind of referencing. Like, really? Is that what we're doing? Do you really mm-hmm. want to go there? You don't want to stop? And, and her friend yeah. just kind of kept going, slaying little shit. And my thing is, we all know if that's truly your best friend or somebody who you've been knowing for 20 years, hell, y'all have gotten into fist fights, thrown bricks at each other, apparently, you know, ruthless that person can be or not. I know. I wouldn't have pushed her. If I, camera, if I'm on camera and I'm actually throwing digs at you and you're kind of forewarning me, like, really? Do you want to go there? And I know that in my mind, you know where the bodies are buried and I've potentially seen you, not even potentially, I've seen you go there off screen. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't even push nobody like that. I in my And I'm not saying Mia was right Mia, for saying that because obviously like that was something that she didn't think. No loyalty. Mia seemed like she, there's nothing too low for her to say. She just seems like No, was- I don't. But well, she knew... She, she, but what she knew though was what I do feel like she did know that that nugget was going to pretty much take her friend, quote unquote, I say that loosely. She knew yeah. that comment was going to take her under. She, she knew did. that was a low. She's like, that's going to shut her up. Said. She, she said, that's going to shut her up all weekend. That's all I'm saying. That's going to, that's going to do it. And sometimes, and I've been there before, not necessarily with a friend, but like, you know, it could be somebody who I'm like, okay, don't, you know, you want to. You know what I mean? And you didn't piss me off. You didn't piss me out. To, you didn't piss me off to the point of no return. It's like, okay, motherfucker, you want to go there? Let's go there. I can't say it was the best friend that I've done that with. But what I'm saying is, is that I think that that's just what happened because whatever it is, Mia knew the comment that was going to go low and just take her over. And why she said that, why you would even want to be friends with somebody, why you would want to be continual friends with somebody who you know goes so low or the other person goes low, or you go low with each other all the time. I don't even understand how that, I mean, it just seems toxic. Darla, so I'm toxic. like, are they really friends or well, are they I think, like... I think that, I think that frenemies was more of a better term. And I think it's also like, you know, when you've been friends with someone for so long, 
you hold on to the friendship even though you know it's not the same. It's like codependency. And it's like it's like it's kind of just like for sure. It's like today you wouldn't be qualified as a friend, but it's kind of like you've been grandfathered in because I've known you from childhood type shit. And that's the dangers mm-hmm. of we spoke about this our last episode when we talked about this Shankwella Robinson situation, tragic case in Mexico, where yeah. that's the dangers of tolerating friendships that you know you really need to let go. Because it's mm-hmm. like I'm sure that Jacqueline knew what type of person Mia was, and she was tempted to go on that reality show with Mia, knowing that Mia could possibly drag her or embarrass her on that show. Because from day one, she was rude to her. She was like cutting her off. She was like kind of making fun of her. I remember like the first episode, she made fun of her needing deodorant or something in front of Giselle and I'm just like why oh would you tell girl she told she was like oh, she's like I am so tired she's like if Jacqueline asked me one more time for my deodorant like bring your own stuff we're on vacation and Giselle was like oh well that's just your friend girl <laughs> like you know <laughs> but it's like Mia has such an eager and mean girl like she wants to fit in so bad with the click yeah and I'm just like yeah you know I am yeah. from the DMV area and I do have a little inside scoop. I can't name no names, but, you know, somebody who knows Jacqueline, who knows me, says that, you know, it is very real and their friendship is over from this situation. You know, she was really hurt by it. Wow. So it's probably going to be discussed on wow, you heard- the reunion. Well, you heard it here first, viewers. You know, we, we, we were the first to break that. I mean, that's. That's, Girl, that's I mean, real. I mean, people had you know, been questioning if it was real it. because people were saying, "Oh, this is a scheme to get Mia's friend on the show and for Mia to have a reason to come back next season." You know, so, but apparently it's real. But then again, you never know. You really never know because people, dude. If I was gonna plan some fake shit, I wouldn't tell nobody but me and the person I'm doing mm-hmm. it with. So. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. I mean, more to come on this. She, hell, you may be right. She may be, she could be a potential contender for next season if Robin doesn't come back. I don't doubt. I wouldn't count her out. I would not count her out because Robin and Giselle give nothing. Like, I don't know anything about their life nothing. except this fake wedding that Girl, Robin is trying to make us believe dragging she's dragging out. She's dragging it out. Girl, this she did not say that she was going to go to her cousin wedding and then have the wedding after her cousin wedding in Jamaica. Like what? God, you were gonna use the- <laughs> you were gonna use a trip that you already paid for to piggyback and get married on a whim after your cousin's wedding at the same location? That is just disrespectful and cheap. So what do you think? So what do you think happened? What do you think the real is between Juan and Robin? If you had to call it, like did Ro- did Juan just say, you know what, to shut it up? to kind of give you something for the show for people to chew on I'll do that like what do you think that this is like because Robin would have been okay if they never got married Robin would have been fine she was fine she would have been fine I feel like they had I think it's for appearances understanding I'm pretty sure it's for appearances and I think Robin wanted the questions to stop she wanted people to stop asking her well when are you on one getting married when are y'all getting married I think she just wanted that to end so they could never be planning on getting married. Oh. I technically feel like they were probably going to have look like it. ceremony, you know, 
that's not legitimate, but just a ceremony for the cameras. Or that's what I thought they were going to do. But now with all this going on, I'm sure they're just going to fall. We off don't know. Earth. I don't see Robin yeah. coming back because Robin then, can't handle criticism. He's not going to want can't handle criticism, and it makes her extremely uncomfortable to handle things when it comes about when it comes to her personal life she becomes extremely uncomfortable and there is a level of uncomfort that I'm sure anybody would face when they're faced with being asked about their personal business however haha newsflash you're on reality tv so some of the obvious things that everybody wants to know because you're on reality tv deserve more than just a publicity answer you know to just skirt over it and it's just like what the fuck for like you're you know you're not giving us anything everybody has literally had to face all kinds of criticism when it comes to their personal business karen and her taxes ray and karen you know with the with the young pool guy giselle with the whole you know um you know jamal bryant situation Ashley with her husband, everybody's like, oh, my God, is he gay, bisexual, you know, he touched the cameraman. I mean, everybody at some point has had to face something that has been extremely uncomfortable, and they just kind of roll with it, and they have great comebacks for people who come for them. But, like, with Robin, I just, They don't want to share their life. They don't, that's the problem with Robin, Giselle, and Sharice, because it's just like, we don't know shit about y'all, and that's why y'all are so pressed to point out what everybody else is doing, making it your business. Correct. Because you don't got no business and you want to divert. To deflect. Yep, <laughs> yeah. divert. Yep. I hope all you want to get a check, Have you want to still have appearances for whatever it is that you're doing in your life. So whether that's real estate, your hats that you were selling, you know, Giselle had sold makeup at one point that I think was in Target. Like, they still want the publicity, but they don't want right. to also chime in on the other side of that i look at candy as the perfect example candy beerus i mean she typically doesn't have just groundbreaking drama she has had some things that have come out that have been extremely entertaining but then for the most part candy's pretty she you kind of like she's there but you know what she finds a way to like kind of maneuver all these years while she's still promoting everything she's got going on and getting to the bag She's a great example, but with Giselle, with Giselle and um, Robin, I'm so okay if I never see them again on the Housewives of Potomac. And I, you know, much power to them, but yeah. What I can say though is that what I can say is that for Giselle in particular, she is much more enjoyable and tolerable when she's not with Robin. Like, when she was, I think this episode that she did the yoga thing with them. Or, when she's just by herself, mm-hmm. she's so much more like intertwined with everybody. She does. She's not playing mean girl. She's not trying to like dab at everyone. It's like when they get together, I don't know what they got going on. It's they got some weird energy where it's just like they're super defensive and catty when they're together. It's weird. I don't know. It's weird. And I'm like, how can you even be that way when you both individually have your own shit? You guys are not having these perfect lives where everybody wants to emulate what you guys are doing. Like, no, sit down, ma'am. No, the y'all are not it. Okay. So, yeah. 
it'll be but, interesting um, to see the rest of the episodes and how the season plays out for sure. I'll be watching. For sure. I um definitely can't wait for that reunion. You heard me. Mm-hmm. How many more episodes do we have, do we think? Is it nearing its... Or it do we, feels like it's about to be over. I can't see it being no more than one or two more episodes. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. To be continued, y'all. Well, to so, be continued, girl. Yep. I did want to talk about a viral case right now. This is about a young woman by the name of Jamia Janae Harris. She was shot and killed, allegedly, by the University of Alabama basketball player Darius Miles. They're both in their 20s. Um, The story that went viral yesterday was that Darius apparently did not get a response he wanted to from Jamia when he was trying to talk to her in the street. That's what went viral. But after listening to some news stories, it's unclear really what happened. But at the end of the day, he was shot and killed. We do know that. I wanted to play just a clip so everyone can get a little bit more background info. Harris was just 23 years old. She was a mother. She had a five-year-old son. Her family tells me she is loved by so many. Every person I spoke with today say this is just heartbreaking. Captured on this ring doorbell. The sound of gunfire ringing out on the strip this Sunday morning. We just heard like a bunch of pop, 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 and people just started running. UA students shocked. Don't think something like that can happen, like, right outside your park. And students were also shocked to find out Darius Miles is one of the two charged with capital murder. Miles was in his third year with the Crimson Tide basketball team. The 21-year-old has been removed from the roster and from campus. It's really a tragedy all around, especially for Jamia and her family. Wish we weren't having to address the situation. But, you know, we got to pull together as a team at this point and have each other's for each other also charged 20 year old michael davis he say he is not affiliated with the university so not saying who pulled the trigger his attorney releasing a statement saying miles and his family are heartbroken but also saying he maintains his innocence so that is what happened um after that story dropped we reposted uh hollywood unlocks post and we got like about 200 comments of People give their opinions and their own personal stories of women experiencing like scary situations after being, you know, followed by men who they rejected on the street. I think one lady posted that she was in her car and somebody like approached her car window and asked for her number. She said no. And he was like, all y'all bitches try to play hard to get. And he like waited basically for her to get out her car. So she said she had to call someone to meet her. And it was just one of the many stories people were leaving comments on our page. And I was just like, wow, this is happening every day all around the world. All over. I'm not sure if this is really what went down with this particular situation. It hasn't really been investigated, but I can personally say as a single woman, I have had instances where I have been approached by men and just for my own safety, I just play along, you know, I'll give them my number, even if I have to block them later, and just, I'll, you know what I'm saying, just because I feel like, ooh, if I reject him, he may act a little crazy on me, so it's like I, as a woman, have dealt with that, so I can definitely feel anybody who's been in a situation like that. Oh, I think, too, I mean, it's just so 
that in life, you know, rejection alone just doesn't feel good. I don't care if you did everything you were intended to do, you studied hard, you got all A's, you did exactly what you're supposed to do, and you didn't get the job, right? You prepared for it, you're the most qualified, you didn't get the job. You know, you you practice all the time, blah, 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 you feel like you're the best on the team, and somebody else got, you know, got picked to be on the team. Like, rejection in any facet of life does not feel good. It's not meant to feel good. I think, for me personally, I feel like it's a redirection, um, if I'm rejected from anything, it just means that it was not meant for me to to have that. It's easier said than done. I'm older now, so I kind of understand it a little bit more. Um, however, it still doesn't feel good. But I also feel like I have a son, and for, for me to also demonstrate and teach him that rejection is also part of life. And that, you know, just because someone tells you no, that doesn't mean that you're always going to be told no. You know what I mean? You just keep, you move on and you keep going at whatever it is that you want to go after. And I feel like there is just so many bruised egos out here from men, women, or whatever you want to call it to the point where they just cannot handle rejection. Girl, and it's so sad. I think it's a level of embarrassment. And then the thing that's really sad is he's a, he was a basketball player. Um, was this college, right? College. Yeah, he was in his college. third year junior in college for the state of Alabama. So he had a lot going for himself, and now so his whole he, life is over. He had a lot going for himself. And think about how many women, you know, how many times and opportunities you have being in that position as a college basketball player. I mean, come on. So you're going to let this one incident and this one rejection this one bad day, this one thing that you felt like you wanted and you're just going to let that just take over your whole life. You're going to have a lapse in judgment and not think about it at all, like anything, because you were so impacted that this young lady told you no. I'm really curious to know, because I know that that's the headline and I believe that that is the overall situation but I want, I'm curious to also know, is this something that he kept trying to pursue her? Like, hey, shorty, da 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 You know, you wait a week. Hey, can I take you out? You wait another week. Or was this a situation where it was like, hey, yo, shawty, you know, nah, I'm da-da-da-da-da, slam, hang up, you know, fuck you, fuck off. And then it's just like, oh, what? Like, I'm just curious to know the actual full story. Not that it makes any difference. I'm just curious to know the story. Well, I mean, to be to be real, it, to be fair, we play devil's advocate. The story really makes all the difference. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing about social media and these headlines and these viral stories. All it takes is for Shade Room or Hollywood Unlocked to write a title and everybody just going to run with it. You know what I'm saying? They're just like, oh, my God, he killed her because mm-hmm. he was rejected. But as I've been investigating, that may not be the case here apparently another story that's come out is that um the guy that he was with that night the other guy that was also charged with capital murder with him is that he was actually the shooter and that jamia was out with her boyfriend and her boyfriend got into an argument with the two guys and that the other guy shot jamia now, what's being alleged is that um, Miles, the basketball player, Darius Miles, 
they're saying that that was his gun but oh some, some people are saying that that was his gun but his friend actually shot and it was it was really an intention to shoot the boyfriend but jamia got hit by stray bullets so that's another story going out we don't really know until they kind of snitch on each other basically and the evidence comes out so that's also okay. like so that's a know, whole another plot twist that's, that's a, a whole, whole plot, plot twist. twist and that's the danger of social media because okay. like it takes a post to go viral and then everybody just runs with this story but we don't really know you know so yeah we'll see how mm. it all plays out but regardless it's just like whether that's your gun, whether you shot, whether the boy shot, you're guilty by association now. So it's just like, be wary of the people you hang out with. You're a 21 year old basketball player, probably getting school paid for. You shouldn't be hanging out with nobody who's going to shoot someone. You shouldn't be having no altercations with nobody in the street. You should be trying to go to school, maybe have a few little relationships, whatever. Keep it light and just live life. It's just like people don't have any regard for life. And I think you said this last episode, Mia, it's just like, it's no more fighting anymore. It's like, if I got a problem with you, I'm going to take you out of here now. And it's like, they think that's okay. And I don't know where the disconnect is. Like, is it with the parenting? Is it just with like entertainment media today? Kids are getting dissociated with reality like what is the real issue here because i don't remember people being this reckless with life you know what i'm saying not for petty mm-hmm. shit when people were taking people out it's because mm-hmm. y'all had beef y'all had real beef like you know like real maybe, beef maybe you killed someone other family member or something but now it's like mm-hmm. i'm taking you out because you looked at my girl sideways or i'm taking you out because you mm-hmm. got my shoe or you know it's crazy yeah it's it's a whole new it's a whole new world it's a whole new world and it's getting worse and I think that there's several factors that have contributed to it I don't think it's been one or another I think it's just several different things I think as a whole we've all become desensitized you know it was it was back in the day and it's so funny that we say back in the day because I feel like we're not even old <laughs> we're not. We are. but we're the you know adults. We are the new adults. We are the new adults. We're the new adults. And it's like the new aunties and everything, girl. But I feel like, you know, it was crazy when we heard about, you know, suicide from a student. It was like, <gasps> like oh, my God, they took their life. Oh, my God, oh, my God. Or, uh, you know, somebody shot somebody or, um, you know, someone. It, it, it was more common that it was an after school fight. I just feel like as a whole, though, in terms of all the contributing factors, you know, that have led us to this path of like everybody's killing each other at these alarming rates. um, It's just as a whole, we've become desensitized with what's going on in the world. I mean, it's like, again, we're talking about we were just talking about um, uh, uh, what was the sweet girl's name? Shanquella. We were just talking about her before her. It was somebody before her. It was somebody before her. Like now it's this case with Jamia and next week it'll probably, God forbid, somebody else. Like it's just, we move on so quickly. We don't have, we don't even spend enough time to really unpack and figure out and bask and bask or whatever the word is, you know, before we move on to the next thing. Just like when people see things happening on social media, they, I mean, we literally see people 
getting gunned down or killing themselves playing a Russian roulette challenge. You know, these kids are doing all these challenges. Um, there was a Russian roulette challenge like a couple years ago where people were like, you know, and there's been a few people that have like killed themselves on social media. And it's like, what? For what? For clout? Don't For the dance. challenge? It should be. For what? But, I mean, it's just sad. I mean, it's just, I, I just up all in, like, sad. The social media world. The, mm-hmm. This world is like metaverse is already here basically because it's like these kids already live like in social media where that matters more than what's happening in real life like yeah are you, are you getting engagement are you getting followers are you going viral mm-hmm. are, you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying are your posts hot are your posts getting numbers like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that shit mm-hmm. all, is all that matters now okay. i'm trying to think what was the equivalent to that back then for us at least for our group like what was the equivalent to like popularity like getting asked oh. out and stuff like I guess so yeah yeah like, like getting asked out like you know everybody um, had those popular um couples in high school and the superlatives you know best dress cutest couple you know funniest the lunchroom table like who has the most people at their table at lunch yeah yeah and with at lunch like, yeah who are you sitting with at lunch you know girl we care about know, followers in real life it was about yes. real life engagement. it was real life like we literally had to talk to each other we had to communicate with each other um now it's cya it's CBU. I'm like, what does that mean? Think about you. What? Yeah. Like, you know, it's just everything is just so short. It's no time invested in anything. Girl, it's like they want us to be as dumb as possible. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we're everything we learned, it. everything we learned and went to school for and had to look for and study for and have like some level of comprehension <laughs> out the door. Yeah. Girl, I want to <laughs> so, stop using yeah. the GPS. I'm like, I need to learn the roads because if the gps uh-huh. system go down i'm gonna be looking like a fool like i didn't live in la for seven years mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. i need to know how to get everywhere every which way like my mom and my grandma did and like you know we're so reliant on this technology so reliant it's scary it's really scary when you think about it it's so scary because if it goes out what we gonna do girl not it at- yeah, we still need to go back to the old days where Pop Pop had a stash, you know, like in Soul Food, uh, you know, beating beating on old man's door, and then when he died, he came out the walls and all that money. We need them to go banks, back to them days because them banks, banks when they crash, baby, and all yeah. your funds are tied up. Even right now, I'd be trying to take so. screenshots of my balances because I'm like. I don't know if y'all gonna pull a okie doke on me and all my money is gonna be moved from my account. Yep. Yep. And y'all say, oh, it's a hack or something because you see how everything's getting hacked left and right or broken down. All those flights got landed in the United States because the computer systems were down. That was slick. That was high key scary. That is very scary. That has never happened in history. Every single flight in the United States was landed, you know, besides 9-11 after that happened. But 
because of this computer outage, apparently. Now, me personally, y'all know my conspiracy theorist ass. I think it was a hack and they don't want to tell us because if y'all don't remember a year or two ago, all of the gas lines got hacked and nobody could mm-hmm. get gas and it was technological errors. Y'all better pay attention. Oh, child. Oh, I need to just sit my ass down and not go no motherfucking where so y'all clear that shit out. I hate to be in the air and talk about the system that went out. Girl, I would freak the fuck out. I know. I hate flying still. I love traveling, but I hate uh, flying. I hate flying. Like, I hate it. I hate it with a passion. Even yeah. if I had a ton of money and got a private jet, I still would hate flying. Like, you know what I, I mean? Like, it's, it, I don't like being in the air. Mm-hmm. I don't like somebody else having my life in their hands behind a wheel. I don't. Now, I do enjoy flying luxury, luxuriously, because you for sure, first class get where you're at. You got for sure, <laughs> for sure. But then lay down. We're reminded, shit. but shoot, then we're reminded with these computer issues that we're all the same yeah. in the same boat. Universe you know? don't give a damn about what you have, who you are. The universe don't give a God damn. God don't give a damn. He could take anyone mm-hmm. out. Anybody out. Fortune don't mean nothing. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Not really. So God bless Jamia. And if, yeah, you know, prayers again, prayers to her family, prayers to her. Oh, my God. Her poor baby who's five. Lord yeah, Jesus. Now he's going to have to grow him. up without a mommy. He's mm. so, young. so young. I can't imagine. And that's what people um, have to think about. Stop just thinking about yourself and this stupid ass conflict. Like these people have mm-hmm. families. You know what I'm saying? Like that's mm-hmm. somebody's kid. That's somebody's mama. That's somebody's sister. That's somebody's cousin. Mm-hmm. Like if you can't mm-hmm. think about yourself and that person, think about your cousin, your mama, your, you know, whoever. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. They don't think. They don't even. They don't even think beyond. Uh-huh their anger their ego it's right all of that is like the first thing and anything past that is like fuck it so and then now what what all of that for what right for what for both y'all to be locked up forever because i'm sure either y'all gonna snitch or not and either way y'all getting some years Hell yeah, because y'all are about to be made an example out of they love to make an example out of black men in general um so this is just another notch like you're not no one's gonna feel sorry for you um in any capacity um you know no matter what the story is I mean a a life an innocent life was taken at the hands of stupidity regardless dumb shit dumb shit so you know I hate it for him three lives here that are really lost even though one you know didn't have a chance in the matter or a choice in the in the matter but you know, it's unfortunate, but, you know, we'll, we'll continue to report on this and, you know, as developing, um, you know, things continue to rise, we'll make sure that we stay on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll make sure y'all check out our, um, YouTube channel and Instagram, all our handles, Melanin Me Podcast, um, before we get out of here, yeah, Spotify, Mm -hmm. Apple, y'all be listening. Mm -hmm. I check the numbers. Because when we dropped the episode, y'all came back. Because I was like, oh, is anyone still listening? Because, you know, it's been like a year, but. It's been a minute. Y'all came back. Y'all, y'all oh. still are faithful. Y'all are so faithful. So Thank faithful, you. Grateful. 
Um, this isn't going to be a long episode. I do want to hop out of here, but before we go, just on a lighter note, don't want to end so heavy. I just want to give a shout out to the new hot couple on the block. Apparently Lori Harvey and Damson, Damson Idris. Idris. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They're, they're Mm -hmm. official. I think we hinted at it last episode, but now they are official, official. It has come out. And yes. Girl, they look, girl. She is going to break his heart. Like I see it coming. I see it coming. Someone call her Thanos and I can't unsee it. Like Girl, the memes have been popped here. The memes have just truth be told, she's doing what any other guy would do, which is date. I mean, she's dating. She's dating. She's twenty six. Yes, and you know it is what it is. Wrong with it? I don't. I don't either. I don't either. And honestly, like I said, you know, it's just one of those things where you know, it's everything's such a stereotype, and it's like, well, men can't, women can't do what men do. Well, she's clearly doing it. Yeah. And well, now they just say that Michael B. Jordan and Damson may have been friends because of that picture. Now, what do you Mm -hmm. think about that? If that was his friend. Do you think she was wrong? Uh, yeah, of course. For sure. So that's why I don't think that... I don't mm. know enough. I don't know enough about Lori, Har- Lori Harvey. She does not talk much. I've heard her probably speak two times throughout her even coming out to be Lori the Harvey as we know her. Um, but I would like to think that just based on gut feeling is that they're not friends do I think that they have been at dinners and movie premieres and probably had a joke or two yes do I think that they have sat up and had guy guy time and hanging out time because if they did I feel like the media would have pulled up more and more pictures of them right um because they're just so eager to do that anyway um, but yeah, I mean, I think that I feel like we would see more of a friendship between them in the media prior. if it was truly for sure. More than just two pictures, for sure. More at a movie premiere. Right, right. Okay. At a movie premiere. Yeah. Noted. Noted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, it, it has been speculation that this relationship could be for PR between Damson and Lori. Now, I do have a few little you know, there, there's a little bit of supportive evidence there. I don't know. But how do you feel? Do you I mean, I don't, listen, I don't, I don't, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't put anything past anybody in media. Um, if it plays into the, the, the cycle, the mayhem, the, you know, whatever it is that the agenda, I'm like, I, I can see it. I mean, so I, if, if, the, if the reports are saying and spectators and spec, there's everybody speculating that, I don't doubt that maybe it could be a mm-hmm. media play. Because here's the thing, too. I didn't really believe Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey when mm-hmm. they were together. Like, I just didn't. I was like, mm, it looked really? a little, okay. it looked a little corny, a little it forced. Looked, yeah, it just looked forced. Right. It looked like, it just, yeah, especially after, like, Future and all that kind of stuff. And then... And now she's with this guy, and we all love him. We all love him. Known him as Franklin off the of Snowfall. Can't wait for that to premiere. Um, Whitney, you got me on that show, but um, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just feel like it's 
this relationship just seems like a Doberman ace, and he would be the cat. A like, Doberman with he, a cat? Yes, <laughs> like, meaning, and again, it's, like, opposite, because it's, like, for me, I'm so used to seeing him in more of a, like, masculine role with on Snowfall, where he's, like, the alpha and all these things. He does but look kind of soft with her, huh? Girl, he looks so tender and fragile. Yeah. And well, he could really be in love with her. That's true. Smitten and very smitten. And so, I, which is fine. I love that for her. I love that for him if that is the case. But I just sense that this is not going to end well. I feel like <laughs> I don't give it even as long as Michael B. Jordan and her were together. Aww. I feel like she is like an accessory versus like that's her man um yeah no I could be completely wrong this could be her husband this I'm not hating on the relationship yeah. they're both very extremely beautiful people yeah so if it works it works great but that's just it works my I feel you I just well what word on the street is that you know it is a bit odd that this reveal of the relationship is lining up with Snowfall final season. Samson will be needing a job after this. He needs as much publicity as possible. Um, and then they also are saying that you know, it's well. I I basically said it's pretty interesting that they dropped the picture, announcing their relationship, confirming their relationship, and then the very next day, paparazzi got them coming out the restaurant. So it's yeah. like okay, so paparazzi didn't catch y'all. No time before this. Until the right. day after you confirmed your relationship, that kind of proves that y'all, you know, called the paparazzi. You know, you wanted to be seen by paparazzi, basically. Somebody called paparazzi. Because paparazzi ain't out. been following y'all. Yeah. Well, we did Until hear. After. Well, we did hear reports about their rumored relationship just because mm-hmm. of the whole prenup, not prenup, but the whole NDA um of like her making her men sign and you know there was there was speculation that they were dating and then they and then it just finally came out I guess they both made it you know known like okay let's go ahead and do it today's the day um but yeah I do think it's it's rather interesting maybe the structure of how they wanted to come out and when they decided to come out because like I said we've been speculating this there's been reports there's been sightings but now it's like, okay, full blown, like, oh, boom. yeah. And I don't really believe in questions. Where is this coming from? Yeah. 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 Especially because Lori Harvey, listen, she's a celebrity. I would not consider her an A list celebrity in terms of we're following Lori every chance we get. No, when we see her, we see her. When we don't, we literally don't. Yeah, we um, we just don't see her. Um, so we see her now, and that's the thing. And see, she needs these relationships kind of to be seen because I mean, from what I know, there's no other way to see her. She doesn't have any other platform she's doing. Her skin, she has her skin line. Um, and that's nothing to be seen for. And, you know, that's a back end thing. So correct, and she's Steve Harvey's daughter. So, but those are the only two. Yeah, and I could see her trying to go the direction of like Kim Kardashian, but see, Kim had that TV and her family and all that to keep her. She was entertaining as well. Kim was very entertaining. She didn't have talent, 
Um, I think Kim I think Kim's the, family is more entertaining than Kim. But what I'm saying though is, it's still even though it was her family, Kim was entertaining enough to put her family on, and then now her family has kind of taken it and made a thing of a family business. But well, see, Kim definitely, I could I could differ. That, I could I could almost honestly say Kim reminds me of Lori Harvey, like with her personality wise, because I feel like people were so curious to know her because she didn't have no personality. She was so dry that they wanted right. to watch that show because all they knew was like the porn shit, you know, like the mm-hmm, mm-hmm, anything mm-hmm. else. So it was like an inside look. Yeah, and they, they could be building Lori Harvey for the same thing if she had something to look at on the inside. I don't I don't know. Well, and I think, too, and this is no not to anybody, you know, Kim Kardashian, she's trans, what's the word I'm looking for? She's transformed a lot of bitches. Um, Lala did not, I mean, Lala had the Kim ness after, Kim has, she, we can say what we want about Kim or whatever the case may be, but Kim has, has influenced in her own realm certain, a certain aesthetic. It's look. crazy. It's crazy because she takes it's the influence crazy. from black women, regurgitates sure. it into For her sure. own influence, and now black For women sure. are imitating her, imitating black women. It's correct. Crazy. Correct. And so now everybody's looking alike. So, um, but you know, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. But to your point, yeah, I mean, I don't doubt that. I just don't think Lori, I don't see anybody really wanting to influence from Lori. Um, I do see her because we've already kind of created this um, reputation about her that she is definitely like the female future. She's the female gigolo that kind of just gets away. And so I think she plays into that role and plays it up. I think that is her. That is what we have put on her. And that is the narrative that I think she's trying to run with. And she's doing a great job because she doesn't have to say anything. She didn't have to say anything. She just lives her life. Um, and she never responds to anything. Because she never she responds. She's, she's shot to her. Girl, she's so unproblematic. She's very unproblematic. I mean, there's nothing bad anybody, anything, there's nothing negative anybody can say about her other than speculation. Because everybody, there have been people that are like, oh, she's a hoe. Oh, she moves Oh, she has, she definitely it. has some haters because um, Meek Mill, right after she announced her relationship with Damson, Meek Mill tweeted uh, something like, Y'all let that girl fuck anybody or something like that. Meanwhile, I'm just like, boy, I mean, you've been chasing her on. forever. Who, girl, right? Like, and who? Like, let's look at your rap sheet. You know what I mean? Like, at least for a lot of these guys, she's been in relationships with. Um, yeah. You know, she may move on, but she's been she's been engaged before. I mean, she was like 20 or 19, but she has been engaged. Girl, um, and proudly flaunted her. Proudly. Still. Still. And who are we to not want that for her and for ourselves if there, you know, yeah. if there's other people who desire something like that? So I say curious to know who she does finally like marry or end yeah. up with, even if she doesn't get married. But I am curious to know who that guy would be. Um so yeah. Yeah, to be continued. To be continued. But I said what I said about it, so I'm gonna just let it sit there and <laughs> see what it does. 
see what it does because she got my baby looking like he's a little accessory like he's a little poodle on her wrist honey and I'm like that is Franklin you know <laughs> like what are we talking about here like oh, he calls you know, the shots you know but he is from the UK so they have their own style yeah. um, I hate it I thought he had a painted nail so he yeah he's got those earrings nails and it's definitely I'm more attracted to him I will say in as Franklin years ago when he first came kind of came out and hit the scene and, and as well as on uh on the show Snowfall yes Franklin I agree. versus versus how he's still fine don't get me wrong he's still desirable but like the Franklin or the guy Damson that she has right now I'm not so into him but um you know, that is what it Godspeed. is. So, God bless them. They look good, though. They look great. Black love. Black love. Yep. We literally <laughs> just said that at the same time. Oh, my God. Jinx. Well, Jinx, you, guys, you gotta drink Coke. I know. Is that how it go? It was Jinx. like, you gotta drink a sip of Coke. Jinx. You gotta... I remember I us saying something about soda back in the day. It was like, you gotta drink yeah. some soda. I don't Buy remember, girl. Girl, Buy me a Coke. We're old. I don't I know. Y'all, no let know. Y'all let us know, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But thanks for catching up with us, y'all. This has been great. Make sure to yes. follow us on all the platforms. We are going to have a special yes. live episode in the studio very soon. Yes. So don't miss it. Don't miss it. This has been awesome. Um, more to come, more episodes for you guys, more topics. Um, if there's anything you want us to speak on or touch on, review, make sure you send it to us throughout all of our channels, like Whitney just said. So, yeah. Until next time. Melanie, me out. Peace.